Kyber crystals? Ice crystals? Dark side? Darker outside? Han Solo? Hands so cold? This week on How Star Wars Is It, we're talking about the coldest season, winter. All right, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Mike. Hi, Josiah, and hello, listeners. One and hello, all. listeners. Oh, one and all listeners. One, both one listener, you, who's listening to this right now. Yes. And all listeners. Everybody who is possibly able to listen in the world. Right. And so hey, look you know, to your left. Look to your left. right. Two of you will not graduate. And none of you are listening to this podcast. And none of you are listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, welcome that- to How Star Wars Is It. It's the only podcast, and it is the podcast where we rate and review any and ultimately every topic on a scale of 1 to 10 on how Star Wars that thing is. So, you know, movies, especially science fiction, sci-fi fantasy type movies, tend to get higher scores than what is likely to happen today on our topic of winter. Which we thought... To ourselves, we, when we were discussing this, we thought that we had covered every season. I think there was this idea in our heads, because we do seasonal things all the time, because right. we're like, when we're trying like to figure out inspiration... In jackets. Fall. Yeah. When we're trying to figure out inspiration for the show, a big thing we lean on is like, what is... What season is it? Yeah. And what is important to that season? It's the it's the podcast sort of prep equivalent of a stand-up comic going, what else? What else? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the of the like, hey, so what's your name? Yeah. Are you guys dating? What else is in the news? What else is in the news? And um so we thought we had done all the seasons, but turns out we had only, we've done, only done spring. S- we only done spring. We could have sworn we had done fall. Yeah. In fact, I was surprised we had done spring. I thought we had only just done fall. <laughs> yeah. It turns out we did leaves, parentheses, sorry, quote, leaves, parentheses, autumn, close parentheses, end quote. Yes. That's what we've done. And we now look, done. hey, Star Wars people, we're talking about the earthbound season of winter and not winter Kelchu, the only child of Shelte Retrack raised as a sister and companion to Princess Leia Organa during the dark years of the reign of the Galactic Empire. Whoa. We're not talking about winter from, like, the Star Wars comics from, like, the 80s and 90s, it would seem. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Did you find that on Wikipedia? I googled Star Wars winter at one point because I was trying to... Uh, it's something for the game later. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, right, there is a character named Winter. I remember I've read a number of the Star Wars comics from the sort of dark times, the, what is now Legends. Um, and right. Leia had this friend, this, like, companion who was sort of always around. And, like, they would leave their kids with her, the, the Jaina and Jason, like, oh, as, as yes. like, their babysitter when they would have to go out on an adventure with Luke. That's and I had so totally fun. forgotten that. There is a character named Winter. So right off the bat. Now, do we think the Star Wars character Winter, the Star Wars Legends character Winter, is named after the season of winter, specifically on Alderaan? Yes. So they call it Winter. No, they call it... Wait, no. Reverse (laughs) it. The season Winter is named after her. (laughs) 
So she's kind of like Princess Yue in Avatar that she yeah. like becomes the moon. <laughs> she becomes the moon. My girlfriend is the moon. Yeah. Mm, that's rough, man. <laughs> that might be my favorite like running bit Dude, in that show. Avatar is awesome. It's a great show. I'm so glad I rewatched it recently. I kind of went in in the the deep dive world on like YouTube of like world building and and the writing of that show and it's just so good. It's so much it's better so than good. Star Wars. What are we doing? <laughs> Wait, let's do how Avatar is it. Yeah. Or um how how is it Avatar? How is it? How is it? And the qu- answer is good. Yeah, listeners, we are getting tired of Star Wars as a thing yeah. to watch and to talk about and to think about. So we're just going to change the show to he and it's just how is it? Like how how's it? it going? How's it going? H I I G. How is it going? Is that a is that an end table from IKEA? Nope, it's the abbreviation of our podcast. How is it going? Uh-oh. I froze. Whoa. <laughs> that was crazy. Did it come back real fast? Like <laughs> Yes. Well, it was a good joke you made, but it came out it came all at once very quickly and I was like, what's happening? <laughs> Speaking of really fast talking, do you watch TikToks on two times speed? Sometimes if they're very long. I, I do. do it like almost exclusively now. <laughs> yeah. If I check the length and it's more than three minutes, I'm like, let's speed this up. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, what I was going to say is I'm in the middle of editing our Circles episode, which is going up on January 1st. Yes. And we're recording this on January 1st. And I'm going to finish editing after we finish recording. Yeah. It'll be a nighttime release. It's going to be a nighttime release. But something I I remember. nocturnal emission. (laughs) Yeah, a nocturnal emission, as it were. (laughs) And something that we talked about in that episode is that we should change this show to be We Argue About Shapes. So right. I think how how is it going? And we argue about shapes <laughs> are both are both good premises for a show. Because <laughs> yeah. I laughed a lot whenever we were arguing about Flatland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that oh, made me man. laugh a lot while editing. I can't even like say circle anymore. We we went to mm-hmm. the Chicago Botanic Garden last night for their like light their big light show, and there were these light show things they're staked into the ground and they're up at kind of eye height and they they resemble the shape of a sphere but it is made up of like little individual twinkling lights each kind of along a circular path so it's almost like um the meridians of the earth you know like like an orange wedge where there were probably like four different circles that intersect at the the north and south pole so it, Mm -hmm. it creates the shape of a sphere and i was like okay that is not a sphere it is it is implying a sphere, but it is made up of circular paths of lights. But then I was like, but if circles aren't real, <laughs> this isn't a sphere or a circle. <laughs> anyway, now you're, I, I, I now like, you're hear myself it. think circular path as opposed to circle anymore. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think of it as like, how can I like avoid having a conversation about this name? <laughs> <laughs> How can I avoid Josiah's voice in my head going, no, no, no. There's no such thing. (laughs) There's no such thing as a circle. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we're not doing that this week. We're talking about winter. Yeah. Because it is winter now. And I want to ask, I I grew up with winter happening every year, but what was winter like for you in Texas? Mm -hmm. So I'm from the plains deserty part of Texas. So it does get cold in the winter. Okay. It doesn't get like Chicago cold. Okay. 
but it would get it would get below freezing sometimes and it would get like you know it i would say like your average temperature in the winter is like 30 to 40 degrees okay so not really really cold but it got cold and was there a lot of snow? Was there sledding and stuff like that? We would have like a snowstorm blizzard, like drop a bunch of snow every couple years. Okay. So like, and then like you, you would get snow every year, but not like a big blizzard every year. Yeah. So I, I remember like maybe in high school twice, there was a blizzard that shut school down where we got to like not go to school for a couple days. Yeah. And then went sledding and stuff. Sure. None of us had sleds uh, because it wasn't a thing where it was wasn't like, like an industry. <laughs> it wasn't common enough sure. of a event to where everyone just had a sled, but we would get like trash can lids and stuff like that. And like big, like Tupperware containers or whatever. Uh-huh, you know, yeah. Like, like big, Rubbermaid or whatever. Yeah. How funny. And like, yeah. So, and then I think some people had actual sleds, but like most, like we didn't have a sled, you right. know? And so we, didn't have we a did sled go sled to stand on. Didn't have a sled or to stand on. My dad, I remember like, <laughs> I remember a very specific thing that my dad did one year. Like I was a freshman in high school, I think, and it was a big snow day, and none of us could drive yet. So he was driving us to, weirdly enough, the high school because uh-huh. that's where the best sledding was. Uh-huh. Because there was this like uh, practice field for the football team that a hill went down into it. Sure. Um, and so we were going there, and he was just like doing this incredibly dangerous thing where he was drifting on the snow uh-huh. in his pickup. So he would, he would just like be driving and then on purpose, like start drifting like, uh-huh. and so we would like be drifting in circles and then he'd pull out of it and then drift again. And then pull I out would it. do that. I, li- I used to do that sometimes. We were in the back going like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, cause it's like a little roller coaster. Yeah. But in retrospect, I'm like, what an irresponsible thing to do. <laughs> you had like four 14 year olds in the backseat of your pickup. Yeah. And you're drifting. Who are just snow. about to learn to drive yes. and will know that you're allowed to do this. <laughs> yeah. And apparently this is an option. Yeah. It I would do crazy. that because I, I always drove. Uh, in fact, we just this year, well, this past year, got a new car that is an all wheel drive. So I'm going to be more hard pressed to make it work. But. I would used to do that sometimes in my little sedan with a, um, like with the e-brake. Right. That's scary. It is scary, but a a high school parking lot, like a football stadium parking lot is the perfect place to do it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Did, so you would sled sometimes. Right. We We would sled sometimes. Our neighborhood, so the neighborhood just south of us had a golf course and the whole, the first hole had a hill that kind of went down to it and it was like through trees and you wouldn't really know it's there um and so we you know we had friends in that neighborhood and we would just like drive over and park in like their cul-de-sac and just walk the little bit with the sleds and like you know shitty plastic snowboards that you'd buy at target or whatever not not Mm. like proper snowboards and we'd like build ramps and stuff Whoa. Like we'd like jump our snowboard and like when when you're already going down a hill, building a ramp isn't that difficult. You just have to make sort of like a flat surface. It doesn't have to sort of p- pike upward because you're right. already going down. And and it was awesome. <laughs> like that rules. we were doing like extreme sports. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Yeah, and and we did it like every year. I'm jealous. We didn't have that much like our ours never got to that level of intricacy. Yeah. It was always just like, let's go down this hill. Because we were, we didn't know what we were doing. Right. It didn't happen enough. 
We didn't have enough practice. Yeah. Now, when it would snow, though, would you do things like build forts and snowball fight? Oh, that yeah. Kind you, of build thing? A, you build a snow fort. You build a snowman. You have a snowball fight. You make a snow angel. Would you build the snow fort like a big wall around you, or would you make a big solid ball and then, like, carve into it? Mm. My dad one time, neither. Okay. One time my dad made a straight up, like, igloo. Oh, shit. That's cool. Where, where there was enough snow where he, like, made a little fort that was like igloo shaped uh-huh. that was hollow inside and i don't know how he did it he's just like you know he's he has no experience with snow but he was just like because he's from the same area so like well i guess the same amount of experience with snow yeah but, but he like uh, has been alive it. longer than you yeah that's true he was like he's like twice my age the same quality of experience but more quantity right. <laughs> yeah he's literally at this point twice well no that's not true a year ago he was twice my age okay because they are, my parents are 30 years older than me. Okay. So when I was 30, they were twice my age. But now they won't be anymore. No, you're catching up. <laughs> we're catching up. I'm catching. I'm catching up. And hey, I'm gonna get there. Yeah. We're gonna make it. Um. Yeah. So you, you, but but you had more of a traditional winter experience. Yeah. 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 Snowballs. Yeah, ours, snow snowballs. Snow big angels. Snow angels. Um. Sledding. People think that there is no snow in Texas because. In a big part of Texas, there is no snow, mm-hmm. so they're not they're not entirely wrong. But in some parts of in some parts of Texas, there is snow. Well, Chicago, it's, it's, it's far enough south that I always have to ask. Right. Like, like I would ask someone from like Nashville, like, do you guys get snow? <laughs> right. And the answer is probably sometimes. Yeah, not but much. Not like, yeah, <laughs> not much. And well, that's the thing with like with Austin and Dallas and all those places. Like Texas infrastructure is really bad right now because for snow uh-huh. and the and the electrical. Right, like a couple yeah, a couple years ago, were like without the, heat and power for like months or something, weren't they? Yeah, or like it weeks? was really bad. It, it was like weeks. Yeah, God. it was really dangerous, and people died because of it. Yeah. And they haven't done anything to address it or fix it, right? Because there's Republicans in charge in Texas, and they refuse to do things like that are represent good for, the people. <laughs> yeah, that are good for the public, like good in yeah. general. But uh, I should say Democrats aren't much better, but no. they probably would at least maybe be, maybe be like, can we? nationalize the electrical grid so that it doesn't go out yeah. randomly when yeah. we need it the most. Like anyway, that feels like some 1800s type of shit. <laughs> I know. It's like, you mean this hasn't already been addressed? Yeah. Like, shouldn't this okay, have been fixed? Edison is, is like is still alive. Let's make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to buy into his whole thing, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's go all the way. And Hey, you know, while we're at it, let's nationalize it. Let's yeah. get this stuff. And frankly, let's go with Tesla actually. Yeah. And also let's go with direct current or alternating current. Yeah. I can't remember which one is the one we use now. Uh, Tesla was alternating and I think we kind of use a combination, don't we? Or am I making that up entirely? Are you thinking of the band ACDC? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which one was the one that killed the elephant that Edison killed? That would have been direct because it was okay. Edison. Yeah. What a jerk. Yeah. I remember that because of the Bob's Burgers episode. But then Tesla cloned himself and his hat a bunch of times and Andy right. Circus was his right-hand man. <laughs> right. And Christian Bale was there. And he was David Bowie. And it was actually Hugh Hugh Jackman who was there. Right. Hugh Jackman was there the whole time. And Christopher Nolan directed reality. (laughs) History is directed by Chris Nolan. That's right. He directed the people who made the big bomb. (laughs) Yeah. And right before that, he directed (laughs) Nikola Tesla. (laughs) He was like, all right, guys, 
Let's try it again, and this time let's not make a uh, 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 a ripple effect that destroys the entire atmosphere. Yeah. Let's let's try that. What else? Is, so the other thing that comes to mind is like the Winter Olympics, or even things like going skiing. Like I've I've been skiing a number of times. Have you ever done that? I've only been skiing once. And I was bad at it, and yeah. it made me never want to do it again. It's certainly it not was... something that you can just kind of pick up right away, yeah. which is like I was... not an awesome quality of a thing that you have to travel for and then pay a lot of money for. <laughs> yeah, skiing and snowboarding are both like, you have to, it's a destination to get there. Yeah. And then it is also like, you can only do it a couple times a year. Right. And unless you're going all the time, or you, if you're rich and you go all the time, or you live on like a yeah, right. near yeah, resort like and you go all the time. The good skier, that's like a red flag. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, so you're wealthy? Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of spare time and you're wealthy? Or cool. at least like a yellow flag. Yeah. It's like, it's definitely not a green one because it's like, well, why are you so good at yeah. it? <laughs> because when I went when I was like 14, I took a little like lesson where I was on the little bunny slope with right. like a lesson of learning how to ski from like the instructors. Now, did they say snowplow or did they say pizza? They said pizza. Okay. Yeah. And so and French I, fries. I think, yeah, pizza and French fries. Yeah. And I was in, I think it was R Rio Doso, New Mexico or something like that. But um, the, I, I was on the bunny slope a little bit with, with the literal kids. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is humiliating. Yeah. I'm a 14 year old and I'm trying to ski and right. I, and these kids are doing a better job than I am. Honestly, I think it's easier to learn when you're a kid than yeah, it yeah. is whenever you're older. You're, and so you're not... f flexible and yeah. you don't know what it is like to be embarrassed that someone younger than you can do something because you're <laughs> yes. as young as you are, will ever be. <laughs> like I said on the Patreon, my neuroplasticity yeah. was already fading at 14. Yeah, yeah. So you're trying to teach me a new skill right. that involves my whole body? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's difficult. But I, and then I went on the, the hill that's just like the go down fast, straight down hill. Uh -huh. not, on any of the, not on any of the courses or whatever you call them. Right. Like I wasn't a slope, just a regular, literally a slope that yeah. goes down to the, to their lodge. And I did that like a million times and fell every time. <laughs> and like, like, like that's how I stopped skiing was falling. Yeah. Every time. Like there was no pizza. Right. There was no French fries. Right. There was just go down fast and fall. <laughs> it was just, what's another food that is like ugly. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like a, uh, a, 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 an ice cream cone that fell off the cone. <laughs> yeah that was me that which was me by the time. way is there any other way for an ice cream co can you ever finish an ice cream cone <laughs> i'm a cup guy I'm because a, I, like yeah. i will lick the ball and it go down onto the asphalt <laughs> <laughs> like in every Just, cartoon yeah mike mike is a cartoon character yeah and every time he licks the ball <laughs> it goes down <laughs> to the side the sidewalk um, he needs so a cup for his ice cream. The the premise of our podcast is yeah. a flawed one because we don't do it anymore. But right. what are some Star Wars-y, winter-y things? I will start by saying th the majority of the Disney-era films have been released as Christmas releases. That's true. With Very the exception true. being Solo. But all the right. other ones came out like the Christmas weekend or, you know, thereabout. Right. But that was not so, a, a Star Wars thing for a while. Star no, Wars was a summer blockbuster. It may have even been considered the summer blockbuster. Right. That was a transition in the modern era to yeah. make it a, a holiday season thing. Yeah. I remember that very specifically because I remember going home for the holidays, having seen yes. Force Awakens for the first time and yep. being like really jazzed. Yeah. 
and then seeing it again with my family maybe or then and then at that point i did not have a girlfriend mm. so i didn't have a background on my phone that was just a given you know oh sure and so i would like do different pop culture things i was interested in would be the background on my phone uh-huh and so i had like the poster with Ray and Finn and Poe as my background. And I've talked about this on the show before, but there was like a kid on the flight back from New Mexico back to Chicago that saw my background and was like, did you see the movie? And I was like, yeah, he was like 14. And he was like, it was so cool. And I was like, I know I loved it too. (laughs) And then we were just like talking about like theories. He's like, who do you think Ray's parents are? Uh And I'm like, I don't know. It was such like, I hope it's no one. I hope it's no. <laughs> it's the halcyon days when like there were so many possibilities yeah. and we weren't like over it yet. And I don't even mean I don't. Uh, not that I hope it's like people who don't matter. I hope literally she didn't have parents. <laughs> I hope she budded. I hope she asexually was reproduced from something else. <laughs> I hope she budded is a great line. <laughs> I hope she butted. Yeah. And if you get the choice to be born or bud, <laughs> I hope I she butted. <laughs> if anybody gets the chance, to- I know that apparently sexual reproduction <laughs> is better for the gene pool uh-huh. because you get more diversity. Right. But if you have the chance, I hope you butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. Uh, yeah. If you can just go ahead and bud. And so wait, so she would have budded just though from another ray. Another ray. So yeah. she There's would an, still kind of have a parent. You know, you know, no, no. You know, in the <laughs> scene where she goes in Last Jedi, where she goes and she sees all those versions of all of those millions of rays. <laughs> that that's was that's real. How we, <laughs> that was real. That was just like, um, like the the <laughs> those awful refrigerators at Walgreens. Like, it's a screen, but inside it's just more of what's on the screen. Yeah, exactly. That was all of her. That was all the generations of Ray. Yeah. She's butted every time. Yeah. She's a full Ray comes out of a Ray. Maybe that should be Ray's last name. Budded? Bud. Ray Bud. Yeah. This Bud's on me. This Bud. This Bud is on Ray. Ray. (laughs) This Bud is Ray. I don't even know. Now that we're saying butted so many times, I'm not entirely sure. I remember what all that entails. Well, I know that that's what sponges do because there's a SpongeBob joke when uh, Sandy's talking about how great land is, and uh, then all the fish, all the all the sea creatures are saying like, "Yeah, but can you do this on land? Can you do this? Can you do this?" And and SpongeBob goes, "Can you reproduce by budding?" And then like a little SpongeBob comes out of his head, and a bunch of smaller ones keep coming out of him. And they go, "Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, SpongeBob, the Simpsons for the millennials. Yes, that's right. As we have so, discussed. Okay. Uh, Hoth immediately comes to mind. Yeah, I was going to say Hoth has immediately Hoth come to and, mind. And the winter releases of the Disney era yeah. films. Empire Strikes Back, a large majority of that movie takes place in very cold climes. Yeah, that's like a winter movie. Yeah, like, it feels it's, wintry to me. It's, it's the darkest of that trilogy. And like, yeah. it got dark outside. They get darker outside, dark oh, let's, side. Let's let's ask this: What time of day do you think they arrive on Bespin? Because Bespin is mm. always like the golden hour, right? Oh, Do, it's got to be. Is the sun setting be, at like three thirty or four, or is it like yeah. six? <laughs> it depends on daylight savings time, which they do have on Bespin. They do. That's right, because of yeah. the all the gas mining. They want to exactly be able to. We're keep gonna make the, sure everyone gets the uh, the maximum of light. Yeah. Here's my question: 
now that we've discovered that Empire Strikes Back is a winter movie, uh-huh. best time to watch is in the winter, people are always like, what's the best Star Wars watch order? But what they don't talk about is what order you should be watching it during the year. Oh, so like yeah. if you're doing a podcast where once a month you're watching a specific type of movie like we are mm-hmm. this this year, which we'll reveal later or we'll now later, on the Patreon. Or right now. Yes, go listen. Um, well, later this week on the Patreon. Yes, Patreon.com slash How Star Wars Is It. You should go over there and support the show. It'd be, it'd be nice of you. We'd appreciate yeah. it. Um, yeah, I like that. I, I generally think the, the order that the films were released is the answer to that, no matter what the franchise. <laughs> I know. The I only love, exception like... being if, if someone will begrudgingly only watch one with you. Like, say someone in your life doesn't really care about Mission Impossible. <laughs> right, sure. So you have to pick one, but... Uh, right. Are you talking about this from personal experience? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think, okay, so Empire Strikes Back is winter, right? Uh-huh. Maybe even, like, Christmas break status. Yeah. Like, holiday break status. In the way that a lot of people do with, like, Harry Potter or, like, Lord of the Rings, I feel yeah. like people do it either Thanksgiving or Christmas. Um, New Hope is, I'm going to say summer. Yeah. The summer of 1977, specifically. Yeah, that's really when you should watch it. Yeah. If you can't watch A New Hope in the summer of 1977, you're you not don't even deserve really the McClunky it. version on Disney Plus. <laughs> no, we don't. None of us deserve McClunky. No. And and when I we, say release order, by the way, I mean Star Wars: <laughs> The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope Special Edition, Star Wars Episode yeah. Five: The Empire Strikes Back Special Edition. Etc. Yeah. Etc. I'm saying you watch the original trilogy twice, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. non-special and then the special, and then Phantom Menace, and then you wait three years. <laughs> and hey, and hey, and hey, and hey, and hey, there there were multiple. I mean, like the special edition came out, but there were multiple edits even before then with each release of the um re- release and re-release of them on VHS and yes, then DVD and everything. Every time there was new edits so what i'm saying is you're gonna have to watch the original trilogy a, a lot, lot. <laughs> yeah. and you're gonna really get to know it and you're, the nuances of those changes are gonna really stand out to yeah you. yep 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 and you're gonna you're gonna get the you're gonna get the most out of your viewing i yeah. think also if you can you should watch them in release order when they came out in theaters from 1977 till now yeah and in so fact, that... if you want to watch the trailer for The Phantom Menace, you have to buy a ticket to meet Joe Black <laughs> earlier in the year of 1999. Yeah, the best way to watch Star Wars is to be a time traveler. Yep. Or to be a child that was born in the in the 60s or early 70s. Yeah. And or an adult who was born earlier and then just watch them all as they come out. Right. This is in the same vein of this conversation, but I want to hear what your take of this question is. What am I asking when I ask this question? What is one book or movie that you could erase from your memory? What do you like? How do you understand that question? Uh, That I would want to experience it again for the first time. Me too. I think, I think people also think like that was so bad. I like, don't even want to remember it. And it's like, Oh, sure. Grow up, I guess. (laughs) That's like a less interesting question to me because it's like, oh, what's the worst thing you've ever seen or read? Yeah, that's kind of sad. I want like, what's one of the fun things that you want to experience again for the first time is a more fun question. Yeah, 
Um, I guess if it was the the first, if it was the, what do I wish I had never seen, I would say like, uh, what maybe it's because you said movie or book. It's just making me think of like adaptations. Uh-huh. But I would so that leads me to think that either the Percy Jackson movie or the Aragon movie because they were both really bad uh-huh. adaptations. I don't know. I, I would, don't have a good Star Wars answer to that question because if you like remove a Star Wars from your memory, you still know all the others, presumably. <laughs> yeah, you still get the general picture. Yeah, like that'd be really I funny see if you Empire Strike back again for the first time but like i still remember darth vader as luke's father because it's all over return of the jedi (laughs) yeah this is not surprising anymore yeah that's funny if you had to erase one star wars from your memory which one would it be yeah um at that point i would go with what was the worst one yeah rise of skywalker yeah honestly that might be my actual answer for if i could remove something and and not remember (laughs) it at all yeah i would probably be like rise of skywalker for sure for sure for sure for sure for sure but so okay empire strikes back we said might be a wintery movie are there other ones that you would watch in the winter Um, like particularly like you're gonna pick a, a date on the calendar to watch each movie Right. I would assign a winter one to Empire, but I don't know that I would for any of the others. Maybe, maybe um, the the Last Jedi. I was gonna say Last Jedi is the only other one that gives me wintry sort of vibes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't so know. So it's like it's not really a, f- a a a film world universe that feels like you must watch it during the winter. No, I'm not saying you can't, it's not. but it's not it's not giving winter. <laughs> it's not giving winter. Yeah. It's uh, it's giving multiple seasons. You've got yeah. I mean, I feel like New Hope is summer. Return of the Jedi feels also summery to me, uh-huh. but like late summer. We're talking like August. Yeah, yeah. You know, A New Hope is like June mm-hmm. for sure. This is like even whenever we really, maybe even May. That's when it came out. Like, that's when it came out. This is like whenever on the lunch episode when we were like, "What is the lunch of each?" episode of right. each movie <laughs> so okay what else is winter in star wars besides hoth there's there's like one or two other places that like it snows but we don't really right. see them like um that i feel like they're in like the first battlefront game like from 2003 mm. or 4 whenever that came out there is like another winter plant is it called renvar there's there's another place that's like wintery that like rings a bell but i don't know for sure what the name is you know what that leads me to though yeah, renvar how did i pull that that's impressive. That leads me to another thing is that there are winterized version because of Hoth and because of Empire Strikes Back. There are winterized versions of things. Yes, right. They talk like, about the snow speeders that they were right. they were taking a while to winterize them. So like you got your snow speeders, you've got like your So what were they? that feels like the wrong name for those then. Right. If, if you they have to had winterize to be like the snow speeder to work with winter. <laughs> yes. And then you've got like the snow stormtroopers that look very specific yes. and have like the long. Their head has a dress. <laughs> their head has a dress on, yeah. And you've got Not a like head the dress, but like no, a their head, head has dress. a dress. <laughs> yeah, their head is wearing a dress. Yeah. What, what? What? What is not clear about that? Yeah. And then they've got like the the whatever the Han Solo the, coat, the like mm-hmm. officer furry lined blue the tauntaun coat, the tauntauns that they ride that are like supposed to be good for the winter. Yeah. Whenever I said, when I told Charlie we were covering winter, that's the first thing she thought of. She was like, whenever they cut open that thing and then they have to put Luke inside of it. And I was like, yeah, very, that's iconic Star Wars. I learned from the Jedi Survivor game that the like sort of creature that is the Wampa exists in other climates. I don't know if it's always called a Wampa. I can't remember what it was called in that game, but there's like a brown one that like you run up against in a sort of like 
Wild West. Did you play that game? I can't remember. I played the first uh, okay, like so not two the hours of it, so yeah. not the new one, no. The new one's awesome because your sort of home base is you're like a rancher on like a... Whoa. <laughs> I'm sure they were like, for the next one, let's do like Red Dead Redemption. Like, right. <laughs> you can break an animal and ride him around or whatever. Yeah, totally. Well, but we did some we I'm did some winter points. There's, there's so much like forest and tropical kind of shit. Yeah, in Star Wars. like Naboo and yeah. Alderaan and I wonder if it's Endor Forest in, of Endor in feed in in Naboo. I wonder if it snows. I'm like that's like sounds like a Christmas song in the Star Wars universe. I wonder it's if like it Bing, snows in feed. <laughs> yeah, Bing Crosby's like I wonder <laughs> if it snows in feed. And then David Bowie comes in. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know that video? <laughs> no. The Bowie and Bing Crosby thing? Oh, it's great. No. And that then, sounds um, insane. The stepbrothers, um, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell oh. like, recreated it. Like, oh, that's faithfully. funny. Faithfully. Good for them. Um, Should we run to the break? Because we've done some Star Wars winter yeah, points. Yeah, and I don't have a, many thoughts other than that character named Winter. Right. Which I feel like gives it's- it something. That is something. Yeah, That's let's, not nothing. Let's run to the break. Okay, let's go. Yeehaw! Wahoo! Due to our mutual fear of making concrete decisions, Kevin and Thomas have a new comedy podcast that is 100% segments top to bottom. Every week, we spin a wheel of random podcast segments, complete absurd challenges, and get into petty squabbles. We bring on our favorite comedians and guests and even let you, the audience, decide what happens next to ensure we have as little control as possible. Check out Oops All Segments wherever you get your podcasts. Do it. I, I saw a TikTok. We'll go. We'll come back from the break in a second. But I saw a TikTok that a person was talking to like their boss. I want to say about like the four day work week and like how it could work for them and how easy it would be and blah blah blah. And that the person said like, well, but then what would I do all day on that that fifth day? And she was like, I guess I don't know how to tell you anything you want. I, yeah. Like, is that why this isn't happening? Because so many people think working is good? <laughs> I mean, a big part of it is lack of imagination. Well, sure. Of Lack of imagination of being able to envision a new system is yeah. like so much a part of it. Yeah, right. But I think like even smaller than that, yes, lack of imagination of being like, oh, if it wasn't working, I could do this. Like Literally what would you anything. do if you took off a Friday? Yeah, which you do sometimes. Yeah. Presumably, you were occasionally taking vacations. Yeah. Anyway. And we're cold. <laughs> and we're cold. Uh, welcome back, everybody. This is And we're st- in the bleak midwinter. <laughs> uh, this is How Star Wars Is It. You're listening to is How it. Star Wars Is It. Is it, is it, is it. Is I have it. a game this week. And uh, we, we had showed them this before. But when I was at, uh, when Caitlin and I were at my parents' house for Christmas, we kind of got them hooked on Only Connect. Yeah, and so I've got a winter brand of Only Connect because it's been hot on my mind lately, or should I say, cold on my mind? Cold on my mind. Um, so for new listeners or for people who need a refresher, the way this game works, this is a British game show that uh, the New York Times uh, Connections game completely stole from. Mm. Oh yeah, the the like third round of the game show is basically exactly the same thing. But the first two rounds are go as follows. I will give Josiah a series of four seemingly unrelated clues, and he has to guess how they are actually all connected 
with of course the added lay on here that winter is our theme. Um, that's the first round. The second round is the same idea, but he has to guess the fourth one given the sequence that may or may not reveal itself. Um, and of course, all six of these are hidden under one of six Egyptian hieroglyphs. That's right. So you may I'll now take choose. the twisted flax. Twisted flax. How are these four clues related? Here's the first. This is my favorite one, actually. Billy Joe Armstrong. Okay. Ed Sheeran. Okay. Paris Hilton. Okay, last one. Michael Jordan. Those all, they all have my birthday. They do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they all have the same birthday, which is also Josiah's birthday. Yeah, that's so funny. I was Wait, like, okay, this? people either know this about themselves or they don't, and I'm going to give them like some of the famous ones. <laughs> I didn't know Ed Sheeran and Billy Joe Armstrong. I only knew Paris Hilton and Michael Jordan. Yeah. That's so funny. I think also... Um, Jeremy Allen White, is that his name? The guy from The, the Bear? The Bear himself? Yeah. Um, there, was, there was a number of, of good ones, but those felt like big, knowable ones. Yeah, totally. Uh, all right. Please choose your next Egyptian hieroglyph. I'll take the water. Water. Okay, here's the first one. Chrissy, comma, Three's Company. Okay, next. Ramsey, comma, A Song of Ice and Fire. Okay, yep, next. Coriolanus, comma, The Hunger Games. Next. John, comma, A Song of Ice and Fire. These are... Oh, it's like right on the... I, I almost have it. <laughs> winter... It's winter-based, so I know that. <laughs> It'd be helpful if I'd watched Game of Thrones. Right. That would be helpful. Um, these are... Lead, like the leaders winter i mean they're uh chrissy and three's company is a three three's company yeah that's throwing me off because i don't know anything about that i don't know tell me what it is these are all fictional characters with the last name of snow oh that's fun <laughs> at least for a time ramsey then gets un snow is a name given to bastards right who right, are right, born right. in the north where it's snowing Right. So he gets like re, uh, he, he gets elevated to a, a proper title at some point, but he right. is Ramsey Snow at one point. And Coriolanus Snow is President Snow from the Hunger Games, or that's the, his first name. The lead protagonist in A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And I suppose Chrissy from Three's Company's last name is Snow. That's funny. All right, please choose the next Egyptian hieroglyph. Let's do the Viper. The Horned Viper. The Horned Viper, yes. All right, the first one, this one fucking, this is so hard. <laughs> the first one is Swooning Bard. Okay, next. Glue. <laughs> okay, next. Nakedest Pigs. What? Okay, next. Bed Slob. <laughs> <laughs> These sound like anagrams. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bed slob and glue might be your easiest ones to work with. Yeah. These are anagrams of Olympic sports. Yeah, of winter Olympic sports. <laughs> Luge and bobsled. Yeah, and then do you want to take a guess for nakedest pigs? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, is it figure skating? Close. It's speed skating. <laughs> speed skating. Okay. And then swooning bard. Mm, 
or I could rephrase those phonemes to swoon barding. Swoon barding. It's not skating. It's um. It's like you know you go swoon barding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know you go swoon barding. I what is it? What is snowboarding? It? <laughs> snowboarding. Yeah, I, I could have gotten there. Yeah. That's good. Yes, anagrams for Olympic sports. Uh, now we are in the sequence round. I will give you th- up to three clues, and you have to guess the fourth one. And mm-hmm. uh, choose another Elip- Egyptian hieroglyph. There's the Eye of Horus, the Lion, and the... Uh, uh, did you do Twisted Flax? I did. That was two my first reeds one. Two is the other one. Let's go two reeds. Okay. The first one is rain. Okay. Next. Freezing rain. Next. Sleet. Wait, I, and then snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's great. just like precipitation that gets more and more frozen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, gotcha. Okay. Well, the, give me the, the lion. Lion. Okay. Gone away. Okay. Next. Next. Bluebird. Next. Here to stay. New bird. <laughs> New bird. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I was really working on one. It was going to be Snowman, Parson Brown, Snowman, and the answer there is Circus Clown. Circus but Clown. It, it, I really wanted Parson Brown to be involved, but I couldn't figure out a good... I didn't really like that one, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we went with the Bluebird and the New Bird. Uh, the Bluebird and the New Bird. The last one is I Have Horus. I Have Horus, yes, please. All right. The first clue is Awakes Upside Down in a Cave. Um, is it... <laughs> Wait, I don't know what the next ones are. Uh, sees his lightsaber... Uh, the next one is focuses on his lightsaber and it starts to wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the next one? Summons the lightsaber to his hand and cuts himself free. And then sees a uh, big sees the abominable snowman from Rudolph. Yeah, I wrote cuts off Wampa's arm. Right, right, yeah. right, right. right. What's and the what's the name of the one from Rudolph? The Bumble. The Bumble. <laughs> Bumble's <laughs> bounce. Bumbles bounce. Uh, all right, that, so yeah, silly. that was Luke's uh, Hoth Cave misadventure, um, right. and that was only Connect Winter Edition. Yay, we did it. We got fifteen minutes left. Yeah. All right, let's. We're, oh, that's all I got. Yep, we're done. Thanks for watching or listening. Um, you Thanks can't for watch. watch. <laughs> no, no one can watch us. That'd be um, so scary. What else Should happens we... in winter? I don't know. Let's look up whatever. Let's look up all the holidays in winter. <laughs> Life Day? Well, there was the holiday special. We were talking about Star yeah. Wars things that you can watch during the winter. That one you almost have to only watch during the winter. Or not watch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's a winter solstice. On so what planet? Fun. Isn't that sort of based on a... I think that's based on... The poles on of a, The pole, yeah. Like how so the like every, planet revolves. Does every planet have a winter solstice? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this is interesting, right? Because... Even on one planet, on one planet, the one that we have right, right now. Earth, we call when, it. We Earth, do. That little blue ball. Yeah. We have reverse seasons. Yes. On, depending on the poles you right. are in, North Pole or South Pole. It's like summer in Australia right now. Right. Famously. And the toilets go backwards. Out, and the toilets go backwards. Famously, I remember figuring out someone was Australian because in an improv suggestion for Christmas, they were like, go into the beach. And I was like, what the huh? fuck are you talking about? <laughs> What's something you I do at Christmas? Like, go to the beach. No, you have to leave. <laughs> yeah, you're actually, that's actually wrong. That's you're in America. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong. 
And I was like, oh, they're Australian. But um, so, but extending that to all of the planets in the universe, yeah, there would be no consistency between seasons. No. Like, would you even That's something all call- you really don't see much of in Star Wars is, like, a planetary, like, culture. I mean, I, uh, of course, you, you'll you see, like, Ewoks or different sort of, like, tribe-type representations where there's, like, certain little festivals or whatever. But, like, it seems like the sort of powers that be have standardized everything. Yeah. There's also the, there's also the issue of, even on our own planet, Earth. That's what we the call little, it. The little blue ball. Yeah. We, um... We say there's four seasons. That's not really true. Right. It's four seasons total landscaping. Yeah, that's where we meet up to do things for the presidents, yeah. like, uh... Yeah, publicity. right. Like, like Chicago as a perfect example. Winter mm-hmm. is kind of, like, late November through, like, late April. Right. It's very long. And then spring is very short, and yeah. summer is long, and and uh, fall is very short. Yeah. And even amongst those, there's smaller mini seasons of like, well, here's your fall spring and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And some areas of the world only have two seasons, a dry season and a wet yes, season. Yes, right. I also, and, I think we could get rid of spring. I think we could yeah. just call it summer. Yeah. Why do we need to summer. call it? Why does it need its own designation? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. It's, it's like, like where the plants start blooming or whatever, but like, let's just call it summer. It's basically... Just call it summer. It's just the it's the less hot part of summer. Yeah, and you know while we're at it, get rid of fall. The only problem I have with that is I like fall. Well, guess what? Now you like early the winter. Early part of winter. <laughs> yeah, and you know while we're at it, there's like harvest winter, <laughs> snow winter, and like yeah. uh, dead winter. Like the the ice is melting winter, and then yeah. there's like the plants are growing summer, winter. and then there's hot humid summer, and then there's like chilly summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, just summer and winter and then they have yeah, like subdivisions yeah this is good we're, so we we're got, effectively all, making six seasons where there were yeah. once four <laughs> it's just more to accurate. try to make things a little simpler it's more accurate yeah it, it, it gets closer to the meat of the issue than just splitting it down the middle into four different seasons yeah. because like and, and listen on the patreon do we do that yes we have the graphic for each season and i i that's change right. it when the solstice right. and the equinox happens why are we happens. such a season show <laughs> i don't know. we love seasons <laughs> we are so obsessed with the seasons that's even on our patreon graphic yeah that's so funny and weird but anyway i change it with the equinox or the solstice every time <laughs> that's when i change it yes and so you've get, you, you get like however many episodes of the winter graphic, yeah. how many episodes of the spring graphic. But that's not like dividing the year into four equal parts right. is not accurate to what our lived experience is. Yeah, right. So it's I think just our news- one ever increasing drudgery single part. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's actually one season. And it's called climate change. Yeah, it's and- called climate change and having to work because you're an adult. And what do, like a season? Yeah, what's a season? Yeah, getting the summer off. Yeah. That's like the, those tweets going around every time summer comes back around where it's like, oh, you don't actually like summer. You just remember getting to have summer off of school yeah. when you were a kid. Yeah. And now Which, you're going to. Which, by the way, they do do places. That's like, true. There's, there's this TikTok I saw of this woman. She would play like two characters and she was talking to herself. Uh, she would speak, you know, like the way she normally speaks. And then she would do like an affected, like a French accent. And it would be like a job, like a, like a, um, I wish I could credit her because it was very funny to me, but it was like, um, 
uh, an American job giving a French person the like compensation package, and sh- the mm. French r- recipient was like, "And what is this um, uh, PTO?" And they mm-hmm. were like, "Yeah, you have two weeks that you can take off any any time." And she was like, "And this is in addition to August, right?" <laughs> Like yeah. we live in a bad a bad place. <laughs> yeah, a stupid country with stupid rules and stupid Puritan work ethic yeah. that ruined everything. Yeah. The um I was talking to Charlie the other day about the stuff we've been talking about with like, you know, European culture and parking and third spaces and yes. everything like that. And what we're talking about, this actually applies to the winter, interestingly enough, is that Chicago is like pretty decent with third spaces mm-hmm. because of all the parks. Yeah. But in the wintertime it's like libraries and that's it <laughs> it's just like what are you gonna do go to the go to the park when it's 30 degrees yeah and, and so, go to a store and buy a pin of a show you like <laughs> yeah because that's all you are allowed to do <laughs> listen to the patreon ex- this week folks <laughs> yeah to get all of our hot fresh insights on pins yeah consumerism and its link to identity <laughs> yeah yeah that's AKA that's basically pins. all we're talking about <laughs> and aka pins yeah so but anyway that's just not that's neither here nor there but it is about the winter um the star wars have third spaces (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) wait are we doing third spaces no i just thought that that was that's just an interesting thought is like star wars have a lot of 15 minute cities yeah every planet is a 15 minute planet yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and everybody knows how to like build and operate a spaceship (laughs) right um, in a lot of ways, Star Wars is a dystopia, right? Because of all the bad stuff that happens. But right. in a lot of ways, it's also utopian because there doesn't seem to be... Because, yeah, everyone can build and operate a spaceship. Right. So that's cool. So yeah. there's there's a basic standard of education across cultures yeah. to where you can like learn, you know how to fly a spaceship, right. which seems pretty important. Yeah. I, I, what was it? There was a recent Star Wars like commentary thing that I was seeing that was talking about how like... There's so much like forced um, conflict in Star Wars to get to a ship, to get to the ship or park the ship far away so that you can walk and talk and uh-huh. stuff like that. Because like any conflict could be solved by just getting in the ship and going up. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like if you need to run away, just get in the ship and aim it up and go. Yeah, right. It's space. Yeah. You don't have yeah, to like go the to the evacuation of Hoth. They like have to fire off that ion <laughs> gun to disable the Star Destroyer so that they could like go by fly the transports like you would take a delta flight to england yeah <laughs> like fly above the planet in low atmosphere for like four or five hours and yeah. shoot off a different direction yeah this this is a huge sphere spheroid. the planets are yeah. the spheroid yeah it's a circle like path yeah and you've got all these planets that are like literally whole planets and so if there's a star destroyer on one side of the yeah. planet Go to the other side yeah. of the planet and leave there. Like, if they even noticed that you were... Yeah. You, you're... They would... Geometrically speaking, <laughs> if I'm, like, on the surface of the planet and there's another one, another uh, vehicle that's, you know, a couple miles above the planet, they couldn't catch me. <laughs> no. They couldn't catch you. Especially not like, I mean, you're telling me that a Star Destroyer is going to be more mobile and easier to move around than a small transport yeah. getting to the other side of the of the planet? Yeah. No, I doubt it. Come on. Like, I guess good they got away. 
but like, <laughs> yeah, thank God they got away. Foolish, but the, lucky. The, it was a yeah, it was a stupid way to get it out. Yeah. They could have just gone to the other side and left that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very silly. All of Star Wars is bad math. Yeah, and bad geometry. Yeah, people are like, duh, bombs can't fall in space. It's like, well, I know she fell in the chamber with the bombs. Yeah, they at it least also, fell for the duration that they were within the artificial gravity of the ship, and that, then they would continue thing, along that path. Yes, that thing made me so Yodorks. annoyed because because <laughs> I was like, literally, we all know that like these ships have artificial gravity on them yeah. because people walk around in them. Yeah. and I was like, you're you're saying there's no gravity in space, but then you're also ignoring the laws of motion. Yeah. In which an object in motion tends to stay in motion less unless right. acted upon by an outside force. So when these bombs are dropping, yes, they would keep going. And there's no resistance. There's no resistance. Well, there's no resistance. Right. There's the resistance. There's the rise of the resistance. Yeah. And then they wouldn't hit space and then stop moving because yeah. they're like, no more gravity. <laughs> they just go like, <laughs> gravity's gone. We have to stop now. <laughs> so stupid. People are so dumb. Yeah. Also, a laser sword wouldn't work. <laughs> No, um, no, it's like it's like so annoying because you know we're doing the opposite of our show where at the end we, we usually <laughs> like hastily throw some things at the topic. We like did some of that early on, so now we're like, hey, add another thing, add another thing about Star Wars. Parking is a problem in America. Here's here's what's f here's what's funny and annoying is that like you know all those arguments are made in bad faith right because like mm -hmm. really what they're mad about is that there was an asian woman in that scene right who and was that like they a didn't like luke skywalker in that movie and they went right. and looked for receipts of other things that could have been bad quote right and so it's like it's not in good faith they're not they're not like making these arguments in good faith they're like this is why the movie is bad they're like i think this movie sucks so i'm gonna poke holes and everything yeah i was talking to charlie about doctor who uh the other day like yesterday because we are watching the new we want to watch the new one with shooty gatwa mm -hmm. uh from sex education which i just learned how to pronounce his name oh, i didn't and realize I was, that's how it was pronounced yeah it's shooty hmm. it's spelled n-c-u-t-i but it's at least pronounced shooty but um he's the new doctor which is cool because it's the first like black doctor and i'm pretty sure he's gay in real life and yeah. so it's definitely the first time we've had a gay actor playing the doctor at least an openly gay actor right. playing the doctor but um we want to watch it and so i was telling charlie about like the past i was like here's what you need to know just in general about the doctor uh -huh. doctor who canon and i was like there's the doc there's these different actors have played him these different actors with his companions blah 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 and then i was like and then there was this one companion and her name was martha and everyone hated her and and it's mostly because she was the black woman <laughs> oh, and God. i was like i was like it sucks too because like so much of the like in the new specials where they're introducing Shudi Gatwa or leading up to his introduction, there was a trans woman of color in it. And, and like BBC got like, like letters that were like, you shouldn't be exposing our kids to this kind of stuff. And it's not in no way is this character sexualized right. or sexual at all. Right. She's just existing yeah. and they're mad about it. And I was like, that's, that's kind of what was happening with this first black female companion in like 2000 seven yeah when she when she was introduced it's like i'm sure all the boards were like well i just don't like her character arc as much and like i don't think she fits as well into the story but it's like it's just because she's a black woman that you're mad yeah you're not making any of these arguments in good faith and like isn't isn't like when you hear the name martha don't you realize we're actually all really similar <laughs> yeah that we're all on the same side yeah. and that your mom's name is martha <laughs> Yeah. Anytime anyone hears the name Martha, they go. It's like a it's like a Pavlovian thing. It's like yeah, a, it's like why'd you say that like name? a sleeper agent like <laughs> <laughs> trigger word. Yes, it's like the it's like Martha. 
Wait a minute. We are all we one. Should, <laughs> we shouldn't be fighting. We're friends now. <laughs> Man, That's could you imagine if that was what, like, sort of, like, espionage, brainwashing could do is, is make everybody be friends with each other? <laughs> Gosh, I can't imagine because for the CIA and the, and the KGB and all the yeah. different, like, secret, like, agencies of the world have just been spending the last hundred years mm -hmm. just, like, being like well how can we kill people better and it's like what if you have been trying to figure out the other way yeah you were you were you the cia tried so many wacky things to be like what if we figured out mind control yeah and Look, like, we don't know what's gonna happen but all we are saying is give peace a chance <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like why didn't this why why weren't they trying i this is like I think about this all the time with all the <laughs> stupid billionaires in the world because i'm like you could be a hero yeah for all time. Yeah. All of history would look like, back on you, you and would say, be like we we'd change the name of the planet to like yes. your name. <laughs> like like you would be a, if you solved world hunger, which you could do with the amount of wealth that you yeah. have or put the infrastructure in place to meaningfully solve right. it for forever. Right. Or any of the myriad of issues that that we face in the world today. Like yeah. even if you just like like fucking solved malaria <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Like, if you put any of your resources to solving the action, instead, they're like, what if we try to reinvent a train, but it's underground yeah. and it doesn't work, and then the company folds for five years yeah. later? And I'm like, any of these billionaires, whenever Trump became president, I was like, does he know that he could be a hero? Right. Because I know that, like, these people are motivated by, like, greed. Right. But also, like, status. status power. Status, yeah. right? Power and status. And I'm like, do they know that they could be a hero? Yeah. That, like... Everyone on all sides of the aisle did, would be like, "I feel like we've they talked really about this, did it." But have you read Red Sun, the Superman? Yeah, oh, like oh, no, but but of, I know, yeah, yeah. I've never awesome. actually read it. I don't even really want to like go too far into it. But the Lex Luthor in that is sort of unmatched because Superman is in right is, is a in Soviet. Russia and not unmatched, but like he's able to kind of work his way up to the top and like becomes the president of the country. In, like, a way, because, like, why would anyone vote for anyone else? He, like, develops right. all these, like, utopian right. facets to society. Yeah. If now, only our to give Lex Luthor the reins and be like, yes. we hope this works is, like, not <laughs> a good go. idea. <laughs> I mean, like, if only our billionaires were, like... Smart. Fictional billionaires. Yes. Yeah, where they were smart and they actually had, like, a reason to be rich and like, famous I'd in the way they are. I'd rather have Lex Luthor than, like, four or five of the top wealthiest people. <laughs> yes, same. I'm like, Luke's, Lex Luthor's, like, biggest flaw is that he doesn't like Superman. Yeah. And we but don't have one that, of those. And we don't have Superman. So, like, if Lex Luthor was in real life, yeah. I'd be like, great, man. Yeah. You're very smart. You pulled yourself up by your bootstraps. Like, you're a fictional billionaire. Yeah. Like, you could play you chess can against the Brainiac. Rate. <laughs> yeah, you can take the reins, dude. <laughs> Let's let Lu let Lex Luthor take the wheel. Yeah. This hey, is sort listen. of like our this is our 2024 version of a uh, bring back bullying or whatever <laughs> whatever our horrible take was a couple years ago. I was going to say this is our version of that LA is pro Green Goblin yes, is now yeah. how Star Wars is it is pro Lex Luthor. We're pro Luthor. Vote for Luthor 2024. Yeah. And it kind of rhymes too, so that's fun. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Anyway, we, we, have we have gone so far off track in multiple directions. Yeah. We are still weirdly talking about Star Wars in a way. Yeah. In a way. Let's give it a rating. Yeah. Winter appears in a couple things. Snow appears in a couple things. But I think it's pretty It's pretty low. I'm going to use, uh, for my unit of measure, 
the um, identity imbued upon a snowman that we built in the meadow. <laughs> oh, Parson Brad? We'll see. Uh, we'll see what it is. <laughs> I'm going to say a different snowman brought to life by a hat. <laughs> Okay, the reason I said identity is because there is both Parson Brown and Circus Clown, so I am giving oh. it a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Winter I'll is give it a two, two out of ten Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. We need to start saying that. We need yeah, to start yeah, saying, yeah. like, we, we, we asked the question in the title, how Star Wars is it? We need to answer by saying it is blank out of ten Star Wars. <laughs> it's blank out of ten Parson Browns and Circus Clowns Star Wars. <laughs> What's so confusing about that? On a that? scale of 1 to 10 identities you could imbue upon a snowman you built in a meadow, <laughs> it is 2 out of 10 Star Wars. <laughs> a good podcast. If you need me to quantify it, it's, it's one Parson Brown and one Circus Clown. Yeah, and I will quantify it if you need me to, because I can go there. <laughs> Mine is just going to be a 2, but it's just two Frosties. <laughs> One is the guy. Yeah, yeah. Wendy's Frosties. Yeah. <laughs> one is one is the guy who talked to a traffic cop and led children yeah. through the town, and the other is a little chocolate ice cream treat. Yeah, Frosty said a cab before any of he us. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He the, he didn't even stop whenever the traffic cop hollered. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars is on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. You can email us at a good podcast at I haven't checked our email in a while. Yeah. Let's see what if what it this is. This is the new been, segment on the show called Do We Have Email? And that's we've the, been as far off, as we go. We've been off for a couple weeks, so I haven't checked the old email. I think they're all just, yeah, they're all just TikToks. And our new uh, Patreon telling us about our new member that started. Yes. So thank you to our new member. And if you want to be, if you want to make us have an email and not send an email yourself, you can always sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash it, and we'll get an auto email from them. Yes. Um, so you would be helping support the show and we would be getting another email. Um, on our Patreon, we have a weekly bonus episode and a discord server and we have a whole back catalog there's over 100 bonus episodes on there and there's also film commentaries of different movies you could like turn on the movie and listen to us talk about it the whole time or just listen to us talk period um there's yeah. improv there's rpgs there's all sorts of fun stuff on the patreon and that is all available for five dollars a month at patreon.com slash how star wars is it we also are both part of the improv group anarchy the improvised rock opera here in chicago so if you are in chicago um you should check out anarchy the show dates for 2024 ha have not been like solidified yet sorted out yet but if you follow anarchy music improv on instagram you will uh, inevitably see when we start doing shows again um and yeah. you can also come to if you're a chicago improv a uh, fan and and we're not doing an anarchy show you can also check out uh baby wants candy at second city that is another music improv group that i'm a part of um yes if you want to come good. see one of those shows there's no knowing whether or not i'll be in it unless you like ask me directly so you can reach out and i'll tell you if i'm in the show or not yeah totally which is uh, not to say that you you would have a bad time otherwise but no sure and that's everything right i hope so, so. Sandwiches of stars, it's about time for two bye-byes. Like we always say, we love, love you. you. And, and may the fourth, fourth be with you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye -bye.